All right, so much better. Got some hot water in this joker. Ooh, we're black. I mean, we're back. It's your good friend Aaron. Let's chew the Bible. I'm kind of tempted, so tempted to uh, rebrand this podcast and have this be, well, keep this one and this be like the more personal one and then create another podcast that's like more PC because sometimes I say stuff, you know, I use words like masturbation and talk about pornography sometimes and say other stuff i don't know what other sometimes i'll say stuff on here i'm like i can't believe i just said that i should delete this and like nope this gonna help somebody down down the road so sometimes i feel like i'm just completely off base or that's why i always tell people like hey disclaimer if you're listening to this podcast i'm not a professional pastor i'm not i don't claim to be there's scriptures that talk about telling people warning people that pastoring, teaching, whatever is a high calling. Not everyone should take it lightly. My main goal in doing this is one, <laughs> for selfish reasons, again, because I like to listen to these recordings while I do deliveries. Uh, it's better than listening to sports podcasts all day. And it helps me memorize scripture into, uh, in a way, you know, like, I feel like I'm developing my own intimate relationship with the Lord versus just like having somebody tell me about the Lord. You know, it's one thing for somebody else to tell me about their experience with the Lord to have a pastor, you know, preach at you versus like something about reading the word for yourself and listening to yourself. Read the word. It's very powerful. I encourage you to do it. So, yeah, for selfish reasons. Yeah. And then to encourage others to start their own Christian podcast, reading the Bible. I just I hope to see like millions of people do this, like where they start a podcast where all they literally do is sit and read and reflect on the word of God. And um, or like get with a group of friends and sit, read, reflect on the word of God, talk about it. Um, who knows what this podcast will inspire people to do. So I'm just planting seeds right now. I'm just planting seeds. Anything else? Yeah, we're going to keep this all through the Bible. And one of these days, the website will go up, I promise. Let me see if my music is on iTunes yet. Nope, not yet. Where's Spotify? Let's see if it's on Spotify. You are the center of my heart and my soul. Not two bears. One second, yeah. Like I said, I should have done this before. I started, I really got to finish my taxes. Oh, man. My taxes are wild. Um, I was collecting all my documents have multiple 1099s and there's also these statements that I have for investing and I was like oh god this is this gonna this year is gonna be like this is to say it's gonna take a little longer than most years even years when I had like a lot several w2s 
but hey, we'll get through it. I'm planning on, I gotta do my taxes on Tuesday. I'll do my taxes on like Tuesday and then do my pops on like Wednesday. His, his will be easy. She'll probably do his first to warm up, but I'll just go and knock out mine because that's the harder one. Man, my lips are getting dry all of a sudden. Like super dry. Need some water. Hold on a second. One more second. It's like weird. All of a sudden, my lips just got really dry. I'm not talking. Mm. All right. Well. We are in, where are we? We're in Psalm 36. For the choir director, a Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. Of course, we read now the NLT, New Living Translation. For those new listeners out there. Sin whispers to the wicked deep within their hearts. They have no fear of God at all. Hmm. In their blind conceit, they cannot see how wicked they really are. Everything they say is crooked and deceitful. They refuse to act wisely or do good. They lie awake at night, hatching sinful plots. Their actions are never good. They make no attempt to turn from evil. That's a, I've heard people say that's a telltale sign whether or not you have truly accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, accepted him into your heart and experienced his salvation. Salvation, once there, once again, let me break this down. I'll never forget. Let me finish the first thought. I've heard people say that's a telltale sign is like, do you actually have conviction over sin? Like, is it easy for you to do things that you used to do? Or is it like a struggle? Like, do you feel not just guilt? But like an actual like um, what is it called? A, a a conviction that leads to repentance. Oh yeah, there's a scripture that talks about like worldly sorrow. There's one sorrow that actually leads to repentance versus worldly sorrow is just feels bad that you got called about overdoing something. But God, yeah, godly sorrow actually leads to repent repentance. Anyway, I'm paraphrasing that scripture. I can't remember where that is. It says that. But where am I? All right. So um, there's that. What was the other thing I was going to say about that? And that's all I got to say about that. That's one other thing I was just about to say. Godly sorrow leads to repentance or like to turn from the sin. Oh, yeah, there's. Yeah, I'll never forget Daniel. My buddy Daniel at our house church, he used to say, yeah, he he's the one who told me this. I never heard anybody explain it to me, like, that there's salvation. So, and that's, you accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that he atones for your sins. Every mistake that you've made in the past or that you're going to make in the future is covered by the blood of Jesus. So that's 
where the whole once saved, always saved debate starts. People talk about that and whether or not you can lose your salvation. So there's salvation that I'll let other people debate over that. Or we'll get to that when we get to those scriptures. And then there's sanctification, which is the process of becoming more and more like Jesus, walking like him, talking like him, acting like him, treating people the way he would treat them. And yeah, that's that's a that's, that takes time and it's a process. And then there is glorification to where one day there will be no more wrestling with asking yourself in different situations and scenarios, what would Jesus do? There will be no gray area. There will be no, you know, having to turn the other cheek <laughs> when people persecute you or slap you or, you know, you said the wrong thing or hurt, hurting people's feelings or saying, yeah, whatever. No more wrestling with sin. You'll be in your glorified body. And, um, it's the Holy Spirit that does the process of sanctification. Any other work of trying to act saved and sanctified is, or to be a saint, you just, any work in your own flesh means you ain't, like, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> you got to allow the Holy Spirit to do it. And it's humbling. It's very humbling because sometimes it may mean just like not doing a darn thing when everything in your flesh wants to do something. Or it may be listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit to go do something when your flesh does not want to do anything. It just wants to sit and eat bonbons and watch the Tar Heels beat down the KU, KU uh, chicken hawks. Anyway. In their blind conceit, they cannot see how wicked they really are. Everything they say is crooked and deceitful. They refuse to act wisely or do good. They lie awake at night, hatching sinful plots. Their actions are never good. They make no attempt to turn from evil. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. How precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in whom I trust. Verse 7. How precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your river of delights. For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Give justice to those with honest hearts. Don't let the proud trample me or the wicked push me around. Look, those who do evil have fallen. They are thrown down never to rise again. Dun, dun, dun. It's funny. I saw this young lady walking out of the uh, grocery store today. She had on a Nike shirt that said, I just can't 
like, you know, get it. Nike says, just do it. And yeah, her shirt said, I just can't. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I was going to say something to her, but I don't know. It's weird. It's weird talking to women sometimes because especially attractive women, because you don't. It's like sometimes you just want to like say something like tell them that they're pretty or tell them like without it being um them thinking I'm trying to hit on them. It's weird. Like sometimes I feel like this compulsion just tell a young lady I'm like you're beautiful, but not like I want her to. But like I want to preface like hey I'm promise I'm not like hitting on you or trying to get your number or anything. I just want you to tell you you're beautiful and that Jesus loves you or something like that, or um or just make a joke, you know. It's weird. But I like hold back because I don't want. Because women get hollered at all the time. Like, they get offered pickles all the time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's read this while I say something crazy. All right. So, 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 so. Yeah, this is a Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord for the choir director. Or I pray when sin whispers to us. I pray that we would not listen, God. I pray that we would have fear of you, God, at all times. Help us not be blind and conceited. Show us, as David says, search our hearts, O God, and let us know if there's any wicked areas in our lives that you want to clean and restore. Pray that we would not fall under the trap of condemnation, but we would fall under the grace of conviction that draws us closer to you and makes us more like you and sanctifies us and cleans us and purifies us. I pray help us to not use crooked, perverse speech, God, to use speech that is deceitful, God. And for those that do use crooked and perverse speech, I pray for their, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they would speak words of life and not death. That they, yeah, the next time there's a crooked, just this miraculous, 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 um, miracles in people's thought life and our thought life and our speech life that when we're, yeah, since we're about to say something, just like our lips would just zip up and we couldn't even say it. Like somehow we become mute, like a uh, old dude in the Bible who uh, was in the temple and you muted him for like a whole day or something like that. I said, Levi, one of them dudes around the time of Jesus's birth. You know, what I'm talking about God. Yeah. Anyway. Help us to not have crooked speech and to be not to be act crookedly or deceitful. Help us to act wisely and do good. Pray that we would not lie awake at night hatching sinful plots. Help us to turn from evil, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your unfailing love is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Thank you, Lord, that your righteousness is like the mighty mountains and your justice like the ocean depths. Thank you, Lord, that you care for people 
and animals alike. How precious is your unfailing love, O oh God. Thank you that all of humanity can find. I pray that all of humanity, all human beings on this earth would find shelter under the shadow of your wings. So we would not look to the shadows of our 401ks. We would not look to the shadows of our beautiful homes. We would not look to the shadows of our careers and um we are shadows of our spouses, God. Shadows of our parents and our family. But we look to the shadows of your wings, God, for shelter and protection. Thank you, Lord, that you feed us from the abundance of your own personal home. I wonder what your house looks like, God. I'm sure it's pretty cool. Thank you, Lord, that you drink you let us drink from your river of delights. Wow, I want to see this river of delight. I just imagine like one of those rivers of, I don't know if I would like a river of chocolate, but let's say like a river of Izzy. I could get down like Blackberry Izzy. Like, it, like I don't know, I just think of this river of, uh, in like Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory. It's like a chocolate river. But that, that's too much chocolate. I would like a river of like Izzy. That'd be pretty cool. I get tired of that after a while. Hmm. What else would I like? Just a river of just pure, high quality H two O would be good. Or what is that drink I've been drinking lately? Body Armor. That's pretty good. I'll get tired of that after a while. Yeah, I'll take water. High quality H two O. What's another drink that I like? Like, really, really like. I would say Blue Moon, but I don't drink alcohol anymore. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what this river of delight is like. I imagine it being delicious and purified and quenching your thirst. Hmm. And peaceful. Like a lazy river. Hmm, what's a drink that I really... I like ginger ale. River of ginger ale. Anyway, I digress. Uh, what else? Uh, thank you, Lord. She allows us to drink from your river of ginger ale. Delightful ginger ale. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah, cranberry ginger ale is good. Mixture. Thank you, Lord, that you are the... Not A. You are the... The... The fountain of life. It's cool because Kansas City is considered the city of fountains. That's one of our nicknames, apparently. Other than Royal City. It's interesting because Charlotte is the Queen City. But they don't call Kansas City the King City. Anyway. Thank you, Lord. you the fountain of life. And you are the light by which we see. Thank you, Lord, as you pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Thank you, Lord, that you give justice to, to us with honest hearts. Even when our, our hearts aren't always honest, you give us justice. Even when our hearts are unfaithful and wicked, and don't want to have anything to do with you. You give us justice. 
and you show us your unfailing love. You chase after us, God, and you seek us at all times, Lord, to the day we leave this earth, Lord, we can't escape you. Where can I go, Lord, and escape you, God? Lord, pray that Satan and his proud demons would not trample us, but they would be trampled. Pray that you would not let Satan and his demons push us around anymore, God. We won't, we won't we put our foots down. We won't take it. Our, our foots. <laughs> our feet down. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm ready to go to sleep. I feel like somebody got to know what that nickname Foots. I've heard that name Foots before. I'm going to Google that here in a second. Look, those who do evil, who have done evil toward us, Lord, look. Look at all around. They've fallen. Like bowling ball, bowling pins. They have fallen. And they are thrown down. Never, never, ever, never, ever, ever to rise again. I who do I know named Foots in Jesus' mighty precious name, I pray. Amen. I feel like I've met somebody with that nickname Foots. I've heard that. on time in Foots musician. Oh, okay, here we go. Maybe this is the guy right here. I don't know if this is him for real. There's a guy named Walter Pearl Foots Thomas. He was born February 10th, 1907 and left this earth on August 26, 1981. He's an American saxophonist, flutist, and arranger in Cab Calloway's orchestra. One of the most famous bands of the swing era in jazz. His older sister was the chef and author Cleora Butler. His younger brother was the was the alto saxophonist and songwriter Joe Thomas. Wow. Born in Muskegee, Oklahoma, United States, Thomas moved to St. Louis, Missouri, where he played in Ed Allen's Whispering Band of Gold in the early 1920s. He recorded in 1924. He recorded with Fate. Mirable Society Orchestra. Wonder why he's called Foots. They might say. He played with Dizzy Gillespie. Thomas was inducted into the Oklahoma Jazz Hall of Fame in 1996. I had no idea Oklahoma had a Jazz Hall of Fame. That's wild. What would it take to get him? I wonder if Kansas City has a Jazz Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure they do. Hmm, don't want to do one more recording. Nah, I really should prepare for bed. I'll try to do one in the morning, y'all, before I start doing these deliveries. So, till then, God bless y'all. Congratulations to South Carolina. What's old girl's name? She is, I can't say beast because that just don't sound right. Referring to a human being as a beast, especially a woman. Uh, I know we call dudes like, he's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, I just can't call my girl a beast. Aaliyah Boston. Shout out to Aaliyah Boston. 
the six foot five junior from St. Thomas Virgin Islands, plays for the South Carolina Gamecocks. She had 11 points and 16 rebounds. How many blocks is she? She had two blocks, three assists. Yeah, shout out to yeah Don Staley is her name. Yeah, the coach, legendary Don Staley, coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks. That's what's up. They finished the season thirty-five and two and beat the UConn Geno Ariyama and the UConn Huskies. Poor Geno. Anyway, y'all. Wow, that's crazy. I thought Candace Parker was taller. But this girl, Aaliyah Boston, who's six foot five, is like taller than Candace Parker. I thought they I thought Candace Parker was like six foot eight. She must have shrunk. I'm looking at these pictures. Anyway, I y'all. Uh, deuces. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.